0: Love, talk Radio. Welcome back to the Sugar Freedom Show. I'm your host, Katherine Gordon, and of course, the Sugar Freedom Show is brought to you by SugarFreedom.com. I am delighted that you're listening today because I have a guest that I'm so excited to interview. Her name is Dawn Sylvester, and Dawn promotes an active life with energy to live by using sound nutrient timing that's easy to follow functional strength and high-intensity exercise as the means to put on muscle and balance the body. She coaches people, mainly women, in the lives filled with energy, wellness, sound nutrition, a strong and balanced body, and a calm mind. Well, I'm so delighted to be able to give you that introduction today, and I'm delighted because I've had the opportunity to talk to Dawn a couple of times, and I have seen some of her pictures, and well... I know that you Sugar Freedom listeners, a lot of you are, are just like me. You're over 50, you've struggled with your weight, and you're looking for solutions. And some of you have found solutions to your fitness situation, but you're looking to take things to the next level and have wonderful energy and, you know, have a body that you just enjoy living in um, at 30, 40, 50, 60, and beyond. And that's why I'm so excited to have Dawn on today. And so without further ado, I'm going to introduce her and I'm going to say, hi, Dawn, how are you today? Oh, I'm afraid I've got her muted. Hang on. We're bringing her on. Whoops. My bad. And Don, can you hear me? Forgive me, everyone. Every once in a while we have a little issue like this, but we're gonna we're gonna be all set, so just bear with me, because it's gonna be a great call. And away we will go. Bear with me, everybody. So as we wait, basically I have a spinning wheel and I am waiting for the call to come on. And everything's going to be fine. Continue to hang on, everybody. We should be able to edit this out when we're done. Bear with me, everyone. I'm sure we'll get gone back in just a moment. So we're here, everybody. Keep holding, and Dawn will be with us. I'll tell you a little bit more about her. Um, She's received trophies in the figure division and bodybuilding at 50 years old. She's competed in kettlebell sport, and she's been overweight in the past, but she was more overweight when she was counting calories and doing endless cardio. But now she's found a solution, and she's going to be sharing it with you. Hello, Dawn, are you there? Yep. Hello, Dawn. There you are. Oh, now we're on. And and don't worry. Hey, everybody, we had a little bit of silence going on there, but not to worry. That's what the editing room is for. <laughs> so, Don, I'm so glad I'm so glad you're back. It's perfect. And and this is uh, this is radio. This is podcasting for you. So excellent. Uh, and so Don, let's get right into it because we had a little pause there. So I'm going to go ahead and ask you to uh, to take us back. I saw the amazing before picture of you before you went into your fitness transformation when you did your fig- figure competition at age 50. Could you take us back to that time and and ex- you know explain to us what it felt like and and, and what were you go- you were going through then?
1: Oh, sure. I would absolutely love to because it's such a common story, Catherine. I. Was a cardio maniac, a cardio queen, I guess you could call it, back in the 70s and the 80s when I was in my 20s and started to get a little pudgy. That's how it started. You know, I'm five feet tall, so weight doesn't have a whole lot of places to spread out. And I think I did what most women did back then. And unfortunately, a lot of women still do and think it's a solution, which you and I know it is not. And I did back to back aerobics classes, I did crazy amounts of cardio, I cut calories to the point where I was miserable. And the crazy thing is I kept gaining weight and gaining weight until I decided that, you know, enough was enough. I saw a girl that was an aerobics teacher fill in and thought she had the most spectacular, curvy, but fit, lean, but muscular, sexy body. And I was like, that's the body I want to have. So the first thing she told me was, get out of this class. I'm just a sub. Lift some weights. Stop spending hours here and go eat a cheeseburger. And I was like, what? What? (laughs) that was everything that I had thought was what I would never would believe and I started doing little bits and pieces of adding weight training and I started eating a little more well crazy you know I know this is such a fact right now that that's where I started getting my energy level and you know I run a blog called constant energy fitness and I, I can never tell women enough times that you know, less uh, food and more exercise is not the way to a firm and fit body. It's almost the opposite. A little bit more food, a little less exercise, the kind of exercise that, you know, makes a difference. And that's that's what I try to get my women on board with.
0: So, Don, I think one of the big things is, and that I see every day in my studio when new people come in, is how do women make this transition? For for example, it may be that when they were in tw- in their 20s, they could lose some weight
1: sure, by sure. by
0: cutting their calories and doing cardio. But when they notice that it doesn't work anymore, how do they make this transition? I mean, what, what do they do first?
1: Well, I think the first thing is really changing your mind. We are so smart in the technology that we have now. We now know that uh, cardio-only uh, exercise beats up your body it's aging, Mm -hmm. it's hard on your joints, it pulls everything down towards gravity. And I don't know about you, Catherine, but I like things to be lifted up a little bit these days. I mean, I'm Mm going to be 56 in October, the last Mm -hmm. thing I want to do is pound things so that they get closer to the ground. (laughs) Not in my mantra at all anymore. So, you know, the idea is, I think, taking daily steps. So you change your mind first. And in my ebook that I was, you know, begged for years, uh, a little tidbit about me, I've also done hair for 30 years at a very high-end hair salon. So I stand behind the chair and listen to what women's issues are day after day after day. So when I got certified 17, 18 years ago in uh, sports nutrition and personal training after making my own, my own transformation, I really knew that I had to make women understand how the body works. So that scale, I, I wish there was no such thing as a scale because the scale does not tell you how much of your body is muscle? How much mm-hmm. is bone? How much is visceral fat, the, the the belly fat that sits on your organs that leads towards disease, you know? So by adding the littlest bit of muscle by taking little daily steps, I mean, even if it's uh, it's amazing how many people don't drink enough water. Mm-hmm. Water is you know the best thing that every cell in your body needs to flush out the bad and to give you mm-hmm. more energy. So my my keyword is energy. I mean, I've been called the energizer bunny. Um, constant energy fitness. I have it on the back of my car. You know, not that I don't get tired. Hey, I'm 55. I even have a a thyroid disorder. But I don't let that define me because I'm always searching for ways to empower other women. So I guess in answer to your question, it's daily steps. And you have to change your mind first by reading information that's not a fad. It's not the Beyonce fast and the Gwyneth cleanse and the Kim Kardashian three-day whatever it's it's making lifestyle changes that last and then those those are the things that once you your body adapts to that and you can adapt to that at 20 years old or or 40 years old or or 60 years old you know i try to get women to not talk about losing weight but to lose fat Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: if you even lose one pound of muscle you've now slowed your metabolism down which is you know the last thing you want to do
0: now, Don, I know that you've got so much expertise in this area, so I'm really gonna I'm really gonna drill down on some of this stuff because <laughs> I'm working. Okay. You know, women women want answers, and they want clear answers. So let me tell right. you one of the things that I'm seeing um, among the women that I'm working with. I mean, they've already got it. They understand that they've got to train smart, but one of the big areas of confusion is is how much. A lot of times when a woman discovers a way of training, for example, resisting, resistance training plus high-intensity interval training, they get so excited that they want to do it all the time.
1: What right are you right. going to Yeah, that can actually uh, do that backwards thing because your body will adapt to whatever you do. So, mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that more is better. Recovery is just as important as the actual workout. And because Mm -hmm. we are, you know, creatures of our hormones, and as we age, we we, we do most likely get a little bit more tired, which maybe your body needs a little bit more downtime. And that doesn't Mm -hmm. have to mean, you know, I mean, sleeping is great. I mean, I know that the studies now show that, you know, seven hours is optimal. Those keep your uh, fat-storing hormones not working and your fat-burning hormones working better, that seven hours of sleep. But yeah. it's also doing things that calm your mind. I mean, as women, we take on the world, you know, the husbands, the shopping, the jobs. I mean, I have three full-time careers and mm-hmm. I have a husband and I have a teenage son. And, you know, I also have a life that I want to have fun and do things for me. And some days, not many, but there's days I want to do nothing, you know. So, oh, I mean, that whole you know, that whole <laughs> thing with women um, doing too much is when they find something, like you said, that they like. So the high-intensity intervals. If you're doing it intensely enough, you really don't want to do that more than two or three times a week, tops.
0: Because you want your body. Yeah. Okay. Do you hear that, everybody? You got to hear what she just said. If you're doing that with proper intensity, two or three (laughs) times a week. Okay,
1: Dawn, go ahead. Now, the interesting thing is in my book, Final Fat Meltdown, the workouts are every other day and they are 20 minutes. So I've had people email me. I love your workouts, but I did it for 40 minutes, and then I email back. Then you're not doing it intensely enough. Yeah. If you the 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 idea of intensity and everybody's intensity level is different, but you know your intensity level. There used to be that that term rate of perceived exertion, that RPE. But I think just knowing, you know, you don't have to have a counter or a thing that you know Mm -hmm. you need to know your heart rate or anything. But just when you are doing something, say it's eight jump squats. Right. You know, I, I've seen people in my gym, because I, I own a gym. I've seen girls barely jumping, you know, and then I've right. seen girls go down as low as they can, jump as high as they can, and eight is going to kick their butt. Now, that's right. the difference between intensity. So 20 minutes of a workout that has maybe two or three sets of jump squats in it or, or box jumps or um, an explosive move like that, that's intensity. That's the stuff where you get that human growth hormone kicking right. in, all those things that give you the most pain for the buck. So, you know, it doesn't mean to do it seven days a week. Then you're going to hurt your joints. Then you're going to, you know, it's still that same thing of too much is not a good thing
0: well i since i've got you, I really also want to talk about let 's talk resistance um a, a lot of the, the the gals and guys that I work with right now they they're getting excited about what happens when they really you know they get their hands around some weight and they see their body sure. start to start to change um, I, I think one of the biggest challenges that that I have as as a coach and a trainer uh, and also that my clients have is understanding progression you know understand right. the point at which you're going to go heavier can you give us some insights on that
1: sure sure well I mean that goes back to the old school methods of bodybuilding and weightlifting you know mm-hmm. eight repetitions if you can keep doing eight, it doesn't mean okay when eight is good I can use the same amount of weight and I can now bang out 25 and someone will say oh I did 25 bent over rows the other day for four sets I'm like well you know what with all that time that you waste, you know, good for you, you're in the gym, but don't you want to do something besides workout? How about if you take a weight that's, you know, twice that heavy and do four to eight reps? That's yeah. how you're going to trick your body into something different. The idea is to place a demand on the muscle that it is not used to. Yeah. So for the moms that tell me, I don't need to go to the gym. I have three floors to do my laundry and I do 10 loads of laundry a week. And I'm like, but your body's adapted to that. And you're wondering yeah. now why you, you've got a belly because you don't have any new muscle on your body. And you can grow new muscle at 95 years old, you know. Yeah. So the idea is, you know, putting a little more demand on the body, something that it isn't used to, something that it's adapted to, now change it up a little bit.
0: Yeah. And I've got to say, I've got to bring up something that I've been seeing. You know, I'm getting back in in the big gym in town. Um, And one of the things that I'm seeing, and I don't want to pick on the guys, (laughs)
1: <laughs> but I'm going
0: to uh, I wonder what I'm,
1: you're gonna say I think I know
0: I know what, what I am seeing is I'm seeing a lack of focus I'm seeing a lack of definition in these guys and and it's really weird it, it it's like it's like they're there but I never seem to see them working <laughs>
1: Sorry. right right I, 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 and I it is what, amazing the, and it's, and so do you also see this because it's funny, even though I own a gym, I also belong to a gym. I want to yeah. see what other people are doing besides what people tell me they're doing and what they report to me through emails and my blog. I, it is amazing to me. Do you still not find that all the women are in the cardio room, on the treadmill, on the bike, and all the men are in the weight room, but they're either using completely crappy form or they look like they're going to kill themselves because they're using such heavy weight or they're grunting and groaning, or they're standing around, like, on their cell phone. So I I just don't quite know what else is going on in the gym. I'll tell you what I
0: see. I'll tell you what I see so much with the gentlemen is that they're constantly working their chests and their upper bodies. Oh, right. And I just I don't I don't see them squat or or something and, and they'll they'll even like they I I mean I'm not a fan of the Smith machine but they'll go to the
1: Smith right. machine
0: and I'll be like oh okay time they're, okay they're using they're on the Smith machine they need to bang out some squats and it's like no right. they're right. on to the Smith machine they to work their chest more and I I it, I guess the thing is and the reason I bring it up I don't bring it up to pick on the guys in the gym sure absolutely. Because, you know, they're doing what they know how to do. But but right. what I am what I am not seeing among the people that I train with is I'm not seeing muscle
1: definition. Right. What well, I'm saying, you know, I mean, I'm sure then you also know, Catherine, the only way that you're going to have, you know, people say, I go to the gym every single day for seven days a week, and I'm there for two hours, and I, I will never have abs. My dad never had abs. So-and-so never had abs. I'm like, you know, that, I'm sorry, but that line, abs are made in the kitchen, is the same as definition yeah. is made in the kitchen. Yeah. It's, I, it's 80%, 80%, 75% what you eat and when you eat it. And then do you have enough muscle to have any uh, firmness or roundness or filled out, you know, area that makes you look fitter and, um, you know, have a better, curvier, tighter body.
0: So, Don, are we talking protein?
1: Oh, yeah, we're talking protein. As a yeah, matter of fact, my my favorite thing to do when I do a nutritional consult with a new client. I'm not a big fan of counting numbers, and they don't count calories, but I have people use the MyFitnessPal app for uh, 10 to 14 days, mm-hmm. and I say the most important thing I want you to track is your protein. So they yeah. always come to me, and they're all excited, and they're saying, oh, I think I'm eating too much protein, and it just blows my mind how in uh, probably five year, four years of owning our gym, Never once has anyone come even close to the amount of protein and that's just to maintain their muscle, forget adding muscle. So, you know, if you're doing a little bit of strength training progressively that you're upping the weights a little bit, unless you up the protein a little bit, you're never going to see that definition. And you're never, you know, that's the other thing. You don't stay full, you don't repair, you don't recover, you don't reboot, you know, it's all those are repair recovery, rebooting your whole system with protein and it doesn't have to be animal protein. And there's some pretty picked, spectacular um i'm a big fan you know i'm not plugging them or anything but of sun warrior their vanilla Mm -hmm. warrior blend protein powder i think is awesome i i think it it makes the best smoothies every Mm -hmm. once in a while someone will go oh it's a little grainy and i'm like right because it's got fiber in it and it's great for you (laughs) and if you're not used to drinking something that's chemically laden with so much junk your body does not recognize that that's that's another whole thing that i could go on a a three-hour tangent about Women with the diet food and women with the low cal and the low fat—that's mm-hmm. why your system isn't a system that works anymore. Until you, I hate the word detox, but until you get all that bogged down stuff out of your body, you will never set your body up for weight loss, no matter how hard you're working out in the gym.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it just—I I think that you know—to uh, to my audience, please take away from this that when you're establishing a fat loss program and a body transformation program, I, I think we both agree, Don. go ahead and figure out
1: your protein first. Definitely. And, it is, protein and, the, and it's a very, you know, if you can get your body fat done, there's even body fat calculators and um, muscle mass calculators on the Internet that you can follow and come up with a, yeah. a decent amount. I mean, and, and it is, you know, the average is one gram of protein per lean pound of body weight. So, for instance, okay, so I'm five feet tall. I'm 113 pounds. I am 94 pounds of muscle. So, I need Mm -hmm. a minimum of 94 grams of protein a day. I usually get about 120, 125, you know?
0: Well, and that's, you know, I have to say, I just, you know, I I love lecturing my clients. Uh, Forgive me, clients. But, you know, one of the I I had a, a gal come to me, she's had wonderful success. She's lost 25 pounds, but she, wow, her awesome. progress, I know it is awesome, but her progress is stalled. And we had the protein conversation. And actually, interestingly enough, the way I broke it down for her, and she's much taller uh, than I am, but I broke uh-huh. it down to, you know, it's going to be, you know, a, a minimum of 90 grams of protein. A oh, yeah. And, well, I'll tell you another
1: I, thing, too. I'm uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: No, no. And I was just saying the easiest way to break that down is, you know, to, to consider it, you know, go 30, 30, 30. You know, right. that's, a, that's That's some place to start. Because and, you know, I,
1: Right. And that's what I tell people. It doesn't mean, ahead. you know, like the guy thing where the guy eats the 80-gram of protein steak uh, at dinner. I mean, mm. your body can only absorb a certain amount at a certain time. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like to spread that out throughout the day. Plus, protein keeps you full, which it brings sure me to fat. Fat keeps you full. Oh, I, yes, I, it does. Think I love fat. Now, now, I don't know about you, Catherine, but the thing that, okay, now I've got my women not so wrapped up into doing cardio and they want to strength train and they want the resistance training and the body weight training and the explosive training, but they're still a little nervous about eating fat. It's like, yeah. ladies, fat does not make you fat if it's the right kind of fat. Now, yeah. obviously, if you. Overdo anything unless it's fruits or vegetables. You know, you're gonna you're gonna see an excess, but but our hormones are manipulated by healthy fats: coconut oil, olive oil, um, mm-hmm. avocados, walnuts, almonds. Plus, those things are anti-inflammatory foods, which that mm-hmm. could open up a whole nother door. You know. So oh, yeah. my biggest thing when I my women that get on a little plateau. As a matter of fact, I have someone right now. She's lost 20 pounds and she's kind of stuck. So right. I mean, she she's confessed <laughs> con- con- to me though can't live without her little sugar thing at the end of the night. And she loves pasta. And here's what I tell, I tell everybody this. Mm-hmm. Starchy carbs do have a place. They should be your first thing in the morning. You should have them before a workout and immediately after a workout.
0: Mm-hmm. You really mm-hmm. don't
1: need them at any other time. They yeah. will turn into fat at any other time. And what's the normal American diet? Wake up in the morning, slam a coffee because oh. you don't have time. What's your biggest meal of the day is dinner. That's when you eat your pizza, your pasta, your rice. Uh, and what are you doing after you do that? Sitting in front of the TV, sitting on your laptop. So you've turned your body into a perfect fat storing machine. So it's you know, not don't eat carbs. It's when to eat them.
0: I, I, and I, you know, one of the things that really struck me, you know, we had an opportunity to chat last week. And you right. did, you, you talked about your journey To going on stage in in a fitness competition uh, one of the things that really blew my mind that you told me is that your coach told you what you would weigh and what your body fat percentage was going to be oh
1: yes and and and
0: you nailed it and what really blew me away about that is the sense that this is a
1: science it is a science and the thing too is that I was 50 years old my coach mm -hmm. was 23 years old imagine this Catherine I go and stand in front of a gym teacher in a high school gym in a bikini in a bright lit room, no candles, no wine. And I do a circle while he assesses my body and tells me how we are going to go for the next 16 weeks of training. And he tells me, This is how much you're going to weigh. This is what your body fat's going to be. And I look at him, I'm like, Are you smoking something? I'm like, I am. I said, I am 50 years old. I don't know that that's going to happen in 16 weeks. I said, But I want this so bad. I've never done anything that had a real goal. That I could yeah. walk away with with something really tangible. And, of course, there were, you know, there's a lot of haters out there. I had a lot of my friends going, oh, good for you. You're doing it just to say you did it. And I'm like, oh, girl, no, I am doing this to walk away with a trophy. I'm going to be Oof. a stellar student, and I trust this guy. He only trains competitors, and he only trains winners. And I'm going to be a winner. I was nervous. I was time. very nervous. I was yeah. very nervous. I had never done anything like it. But I said, whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to do it because I am a trainer, and people kept saying, why did you hire a trainer? I'm like, I needed someone to tell me what I tell my clients. And I wanted to see, can I follow it? And then how do I dissect this and reword things in, you know, with my clients? Even even though even if it's an everyday woman, not a, not a competitor getting on stage. But that was my goal. And I did nail it. I mean, I was the oldest woman out of 23 women on the stage. I came in this fifth place,
0: a, this is in fifth place
1: for overall and fifth place for the entire show. I mean, and I was the oldest woman. I mean, I was competing against 20- and 30-year-old women. So oh, that was very empowering. And other, you know, you don't have to be a competitor, but it just goes to show you, like you said, it is a science. My body did exactly what he said it would do because he knew just like I knew. If I put into it, and I only worked out with him three times a week, and I never did any cardio, Catherine, and yeah. I dropped probably 14, 16 pounds, and probably twelve percent of my body fat.
0: Oh, twelve percent of your body fat, Don. Well, which is I mean, huge. And you know,
1: I obviously I did not keep that. I did not I keep know what that, that because that's, that's such a that's such a stage that's such a stage look. And so if people do look at my final fat meltdown page and see my uh-huh. stage pictures. Even I look at that and go, whoa, that's me. I mean, that was that was pretty amazing. And and the picture on the right of me in the red dress, and that's what I basically look like all the time. So you
0: oh, know, that's that's about so eight, eight
1: pounds more, about eight pounds more, and about. Eight percent more body fat, which is very healthy and pretty low. You oh, know, oh,
0: I need to, I, I, and and I really need to to pause on that for a little bit because I know, you know, the, the red dress, the red dress look because uh, I've seen that picture, you know, this is, you know, it's that, it's that, it's that lovely look that so many women want. Do you mind if I ask you, what do you think that body fat percentage is? Because that's one of the things we're trying to wrap our heads around. Where do you right. think so you My, were in my
1: normal, dress? yeah, my normal average body fat percentage, and it is what it is in the red dress is what I pretty much have normally, is about 22%. <laughs> um, I, would pre- I would prefer, I think I looked and feel the best at about 19 or 20 But, you know, I don't beat myself up over it. I, I, you know, I strive to be the best I can be without making myself crazy and neurotic. I I want to enjoy working out and I love food.
0: I got to ask you something. This is and these are the things that we're you know that we're looking at every day trying to wrap our heads around. I'm so excited to hear that that's that, that that's your the happy place right around
1: 1920
0: because right. I'm I'm with you. I I think that 1920 is just it's just super hot. Now,
1: right. Now I think right. 22
0: is I think 22 23 is super hot too, but but let me ask you this. Is there a point at which and I'm um uh, so I turned 51 in April and okay. uh with some of the changes, the, the hormonal changes that start to happen, uh, do you do you find that you need to keep a little bit more body fat on to look younger, or if you can, you know, to oh, that- oh
1: boy, oh that's I love that question right there. Do you know my biggest reason that I didn't do one of those bodybuilding shows before that is because I thought the women's faces looked so aged. So uh-huh, I did uh-huh. two shows back to back over a six-month period because I was not allowed any fat unless it came from you know my meat or my fish so that is very strict and that's not realistic that's not a lifestyle it was just to get on the stage but uh the women that are especially runners are those very lean non-fat low-fat body types they look more aged i mean besides the fact that your hormones do need a little bit more fat on it. so you know and and those healthy fats are good for your skin and good for your hair and good for your you know your sex drive your all your the good
0: moments. everything. Yeah. yeah, sure, definitely. So, yeah, I, I am so excited about that. And that is, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, we try to represent at, at Gordon Studio and at Sugar Freedom, that there is there, there's this wonderful kind of happy medium where, where your face is full and glowing. Yes. But
1: you still have that beautiful shape. Definitely. And, you know, back to, you know, you mentioned before when we, we spoke on another call about, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was lifting heavier weights when I was doing that show. You know, which right. the minute you tell women, pick up a heavier weight, I don't want to be muscular, I want to be toned. I wanted, I wanted to strike two words from the female vocabulary, tone and uh, diet. You know, yeah. I, if I use the word diet, it's, you know, what, are you, what is in your diet, meaning not following a diet, but what is your nutrition and your nutrient density plan? And yeah. that whole thing about wanting to be toned, the definition of tone is how tight and firm your muscle is when you're not flexing it. So in order right. to raise your metabolism, in order to have a tighter, firmer, rear end, flatter belly, shapelier arms, you've got to lift a heavier weight. And right. we don't have the testosterone hormones that's going to make us big and bulky. And and the women that compare themselves with those top competitors, those bodybuilders, those physique models, most of the ones in the magazines, first of all, all are on, on steroids. So yeah. let's not even talk about them. But there are a few women that like to be as big as possible some women look at those crossfit women with the thicker body types and and don't like that look either. Those women are beasts of of weightlifting you don't oh. you know unless you're doing that for a lifestyle you're not going to turn into that you know
0: yeah yeah and they're and they're pushing themselves to the limit you know with at every training session and
1: oh my uh, god over but, and over yeah yeah
0: well uh, as but I continuing to really this is so helpful to me in in my work and so helpful to my audience. I, I, literally, I stay up at night trying to figure out how to communicate to women, <laughs> right?
1: Me and, too. And me too.
0: And what I I'm come serious. up with is, I think it's it's definition. I, I it's that it's that step above tone. Right. That, you know what I'm saying? That that where Shrub you it. literally. Right. And I'm not saying that you can see the shreds and the cuts. We're not looking no, for shreds. No, right, and cuts, right, right. But we're right. looking for line and contour. We're looking for contour.
1: Right, right. You want that firm Like someone said to me the other day, and it's kind of funny because I have a shoulder injury right now and I've not been able to do much at all with my shoulders Mm -hmm. and my arms, which is kind of making me crazy. But someone said to me, how long would I have to work out to have arms like yours? And I was like, oh, well, first of all, thank you. I mean, that's such a compliment. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? I said, it's not like I said they're doing bicep curls. And it's all about that functional strength training, all those things that, you know, the pushing movements, the pulling movements. I mean, that's another thing, you know, I talk about in, in my gym. Everything yeah. that we do is our arms are in front of our body. I don't care if you sit at a desk, if you do hair, if you're oh, a dentist, whatever you do. So we do lots of pulling motions. Yep. So standing rows, bent over rows, a um, lot of different things, you know, kettlebell type of motions. Uh, mm-hmm. Our gym is Michigan kettlebells. So we do lots of fun stuff with kettlebells. Yeah. And just to get your elbows behind your body, opening up your chest, you know, yeah. tightening your back. And that's another thing. Women never work out their back. How many yep. women have been told that they have a beautiful sexy back? Well, very and, and, I, few. <laughs>
0: and I think that I'm sure at Michigan Kettlebell and also at Gordon Studio, you know this is one of our great areas of pride my My job is to give you that gorgeous back and those
1: beautiful shoulders definitely and we'll, definitely and I,
0: I see i I'm sure you see the same thing with your clients as well. One of the first transformations that that we see in our clients is the loss of the fat rolling back
1: oh my i I call it bra lab. Yeah. You know, the woman that wears the bra and, and uh, the, you get the rolls under the bra, the above the bra, the armpit flab. Yeah. I mean, and that, you know, if, when you start lifting something that has a little bit of resistance to it and challenging those upper body muscles, whether it be push-ups or pull-ups, pull-ups with assist bands, push-ups right. not on your knees so you really engage your core, even doing, uh, we spoke about this the other day, um, a plank and then slowly lowering as slow as you can where you are squeezing your buns, your legs, and everything <laughs> to keep your core lifted. You know, obviously not face-planting on the ground either, just you're, doing, you're, you're using every single muscle you would to do a push-up before you even do it, and that's it's called a negative push-up. So you're lowering as slowly as you can, as tight as you can, and then, you know, start over in that same position. Once you oh, do and that I, and master yeah. that for a while, then trying to do a full-on push-up. You know, or even like we talked about too, against the wall, against a counter, against the stairway, each time getting a little lower, a little bit lower until pretty soon you're so excited because you did your first real full out push up you know. listen
0: Don this is i I want to take this opportunity to talk about your YouTube channel because I actually um took some of my clients through a negative push up as you described it to me just last week in in the studio um uh-huh. Now, I know that you have a YouTube channel. Do you, do you do some demonstrations of these things on your YouTube channel? And, and what is that channel?
1: Actually, it's funny. Okay, my, my YouTube channel is under my name, Don Sylvester. And uh-huh. there are a couple of Don Sylvesters, unfortunately. But if you put in Don Sylvester interviews, you'll see my uh-huh. picture. And it matches with the picture on Constant Energy Fitness. And okay. most, of my, most of my things right now, because I've only had my channel for about not even six months yet. So it's almost okay. all interviews. Um, real okay. live interviews with different fitness pro- fitness professionals and fat loss experts. There's one of their podcasts on there, but the only demo. I think there's one workout, and then there's a demonstration of me doing a kettlebell swing, which I is have a it. you know, nicely it's done. Absolutely, it's a yeah. it's a great short video. And I do not. And in my book, I have follow along printed out pictures of exercise. Okay. Right. Um, I'm doing every exercise in the picture, so I do not have follow along videos. But, I mean, I still have, you know, helped hundreds of people and have awesome feedback. But that is the next plan. I mean, I am going to start putting together some video workouts. Um, Actually, it's on my top of my three things, my my 5% list in the next month to start getting some exercise, you know, proper form, different things um, that people can look at online and, and women can follow along with.
0: Well, because one of the things that, that you know, we're in the trenches, Don, you and I, and really, oh, yeah. you know, people, there's, there's you know, those lucky people, I they tell me they're lucky. I I hope I'm not bragging, and they get to right. work with me personally, and they get to work with me personally, but I think, Definitely. you know, so much is helpful if we can find ways to, to offer that when they can't work with us. So that brings me to um, Final Fat Meltdown. Uh, right. That right. It's a program that people can access that, that people can. It, it, it is for sale. It's something that they can get online. And um, it, one of the things that excites me when I see something called Final Fat Meltdown is, you know, very often. <laughs> We have a lot of of success, and then you know we break into the into the twenties and our body fat, sure. and we get to twenty seven and
1: twenty five. Start but getting very, excited, right?
0: Yeah, and it's really exciting. But I I do think um I, and actually I, I personally you know work with a lot of clients, and I sometimes hover in this range as as well that place when you're, you know, boy, you'd just love to get to 22,
1: 23. And is that something that
0: Final Fat Meltdown can help people do?
1: Well, it definitely can. And the same with Final Fat Meltdown. Um, Mm -hmm. I I wrote that as most people want to fix yesterday. I wanted (laughs) to educate people. So I thought if I try to educate people, I'm never going to sell one copy and I won't help anybody. So my idea was that I wanted to put doable steps into something that at the end of each week. So it's a 30-day plan, but at the end of each week, you have a different result. So the very first week, even though it's a fat loss and weight loss plan, it's more mm-hmm. of an energizing plan. Yeah. People kind of contact me, and I, I have a lot of personal contact when people buy my product because it's a digital product. It's an ebook. book right. So, you know, at you know, finalfatmeltdown.com, they start contacting me saying, well, I'm at day seven. I haven't lost any weight, but I wanted to report to you, I have never felt so energized in my whole life. And yeah. at first I thought I was probably eating too much because, you, you know, you used to following mm-hmm. diets and calorie restricting and cutting calories, and I'm telling them to, you know, eat uh, f- you know, five meals a day, eat 20 grams of protein uh, with every single meal, uh, mm-hmm. you know, starting to really eat for energy. Because first of all, whoever can work out if you don't have enough energy, enough gas in the tank. You know, so all these women that come to the gym, and I'm sure you've experienced this too, they come to the gym to do a boot camp and they can barely make it through the workout. And I'll say, okay, what did you eat last? Well, I ate um, some turkey uh, about four hours ago, but since I'm trying to lose weight, I didn't, I'm like, okay, so you're not even making it through the workout. Your body will not, you know, it will not work efficiently. So my my plan is a lot about nutrient timing, which sounds very sciencey. It is mm-hmm. not. I make it very easy to follow. <laughs> okay. you know, I said you can be your first day of kindergarten and follow this plan. But, okay. but it's a doable step that, you know, you get, you know, each next week you start to lose more fat, have more energy, uh, challenge your body a little bit more with the workouts. They're all, you know, 20-minute body weight. Um, there are, you can choose between three tools if you want as you progress, a kettlebell, a jump rope, or a set of dumbbells. And uh, so you don't have to, you know, break the bank. You don't have to join a gym.
0: No. Even though I love when no.
1: girls join my gym.
0: <laughs> oh, dumbbells and kettlebells, they are our friends, aren't they?
1: They sure are. They sure are.
0: just wonderful stuff. Well, Don, man, oh, man, this has been so amazing. And I'm going to say right now, we need to have you back in about, let's have you back on the show uh, in a few weeks and, and, and do a follow-up. I would follow love it. Up. I, uh, because basically we can go, we can get some more questions for, for you and sure, then, sure. Uh, and we, we'd love you to have to have you back and, and go beyond, you know, now that we're starting to get, get some results, um, some other well goodies. Definitely.
1: Then we, then we could open up a whole nother door too, because when people do start using the final fat meltdown product, and like yeah. I said, I, I personally respond back. If someone emails yeah. me, it's usually within 48 hours and I have people that I'm asking them to write a testimonial for now. Because, of course, that will be another product down the road, but that they're saying they it's like having an online personal trainer. I mean, these were yeah. people all over the world, the beauty of the Internet. You know, it's not like someone that lives uh, here. I live in Michigan. So nobody lives in Michigan. And no one that's bought my product. Well, of course, there's someone that bought my product that I know, but most of them are from all over the world. And someone will email me a, a different question about something they read, you know, just like someone asked me today, you know, I drink milk. Is milk a bad thing? I don't see that you have milk in your plan, you know. So, you know, I responded back to that. Um, so, you know, I mean, I answer all questions and I don't think any question is, you know, not a, you know, they're, they're all good questions. Well, and people have to find their individual way. You know,
0: people have got to find their way through this crazy world of, of, you know, through this crazy world of fast food and, and uh, cakes and and candy at the hardware store. (laughs) Oh my
1: gosh. I know 7-Eleven that makes it way too easy when you pump gas to go in and they put all this stuff. You know, yes. and don't think it's not without a whole lot of marketing thought, that subliminal message that, you know, you're just right. grabbing okay. it and you're not, it does not, it doesn't count because you're standing and eating it and it's gone before you get to the target. You know? Yeah. Well, John, <laughs> the other mm-hmm. thing about my plan, Catherine, yeah. is it keeps yeah? you so full, you don't have a need to binge. And because you oh, are I'm eating, gonna... you are eating fruits and you are eating, uh, you're eating dark chocolate. So, you know, uh, <laughs> Someone said to me one day, okay, I'm probably never going to buy your book because I'm a chocoholic. And I'm like, well, what about putting dark chocolate in the freezer so you don't just mow it down? You really enjoy a piece at night. And they're like, that's a great idea, you know? So... So, you know, it's not a complete restrictive, makes you crazy, makes you binge plan like most plans that women try to follow. Well, no,
0: and I think that one of the keys for me, I mean, because at at, at the Sugar Freedom Show, we do come from a place of those of us who really um, have a physical problem
1: with with sugar. Sure, a sugar addiction, of course, right.
0: But what I've discovered is, you know, number number one, we're a certain percentage of the population, and number two, you know, even among the people who do have some some food addictive behaviors, you can find the things like, for example, um, an organic uh, dark chocolate that's um, oh my like gosh. with stevia. Um, I put that in the freezer, and it's like sure. oh my gosh, I have that, I can have that, you know, with blueberries, and and I do, oh I do awesome, <laughs> yes or almonds?
1: Yeah. You absolutely can find awesome.
0: a way. You can absolutely find a way and a lot of it is being willing to go, willing to go out and discover new things. And I'm Well, I'm it really so,
1: is. Yeah. And it I'm really so is. Grateful. The other thing is if you think of I think one of the things I talked about just for a second is when you think of back in the day when everybody drank whole milk. And then all yeah. of a sudden skim milk came out and everyone's like yeah. I could never drink that. It's like drinking water. Well, I don't know anybody that drinks whole milk anymore. I, I'm you know, not that I'm, you know, pro or con about milk, but just right. that analogy of how you can adapt. If you try over a period of time and you start putting things that your taste buds love, all mm-hmm. of a sudden your body is not craving those, you know, simple sugars and all those hidden sugars in all those things. Yeah. And it, you're so energized that if once in a while you do, you know, fall off the wagon, I don't even like the word cheat, fall off the wagon, you eat it. You realize what you feel like, what made you eat it, why you did, why you didn't, and then you're kinda of done with it, move on to the next thing. You don't beat yourself up and, you know, say I'm never gonna eat again. You know, just women have such negative um messages that they constantly say to themselves when it has to when it comes to food. So it's like having a really good positive relationship with food and what it does for you, you know.
0: Yeah, and uh, and and so much of it for for me and for my clients is this sense of you know really front loading that healthy food in the morning. am um,
1: I'm, I'm oh woman, yeah, I love that term, front loading, i, huh. I have to yeah, you got that it, You got to front load that good food. <laughs> I like that. Can I steal yeah. that? Can I use oh, that word? I'll give it. you credit. I will please give you credit take it.
0: because you know we're, we we I, a lot of dudes they seem to do fine, you know, like not eating much in the morning and then, you know, really loading up at night. For me right. as a female, I want I want to front load my nutrition. I want to get oh, up in the definitely. morning
1: and for all, make your yeah, own the Yeah, and the women that say that I'm not hungry when I wake up because of my hormones or I'm a little <laughs> nauseous when I wake up, that's yeah. the perfect place, and it's actually one of the bonuses in my uh, final fat meltdown is 45 oh. different smoothie recipes. So anybody really? can. I mean, berries. You know, I mean, just really good stuff that's super flavorful. And who doesn't mm-hmm. want to drink something cool and creamy in the morning? I mean, I can't. Not many people pass that up.
0: <laughs> oh, Don, this has been such a wonderful call, and it's just been a treasure trove. So we're gonna we're gonna get you back on uh, so that we can dig a little deeper into some things. We're Excellent. getting started. We're starting a new challenge at Gordon's Studio. Um, it it's going uh, to be a fall challenge. We're going to come right in after Labor Day. Um, and a lot of, uh, I know for me personally, and a lot of women in town, a lot of them volunteer. A lot of them are like community-minded and oriented. So the season okay. is coming. The dress-up season is coming. Have you noticed that? Oh,
1: yeah. It's kind like oh, yeah. of like
0: October, November. There's fundraisers. There's volunteer things. You know, the, the party season Sure, sure. So uh, we should, you know, we should come back on uh, in September, and we should talk about, you know, getting ready for your party dress or your little black dress. Ooh, I would love to.
1: That would be a great time to come back on and uh, rehash all the things that uh, we can do to make ourselves look our best and feel our best, you know.
0: Well, and also I really think that if we can really – you know, if, we, if you really rock the fall and you're going into that holiday season feeling healthy and energetic and empowered, um, I really think that we have a wonderful opportunity between between Labor Day and Thanksgiving to you know really rock our health and fitness and and go awesome. into go into the holidays feeling fantastic. So, Definitely. John Sylvester, we're going to get you back on in September. And before I let you go, I'm going to mention FinalFatMeltdown.com, and then also really important constantenergyfitness.com, dot com which is a place where people can sign up and get you know all kinds of free recipes and ideas and motivation and and training support is it is that true
1: oh yes it is it's it's my biggest thing that I have the biggest fan list and I get the most yeah. feedback of people say that they cannot wait to wake up you know probably four sometimes five times a week. they have an email from me It's just a good little doable tip or some other person's product that I know very well that that I might promote here and there so great great stuff and free free who doesn't yeah. want free information yeah well
0: and also as as I love to say and our mutual friend Shauna Kaminsky says too. oh yeah know, I only I only steal from the best right and then I give them credit
1: <laughs> oh that's right of course right that's why I said you I'll know, give you credit on your front load Oh yeah so words. I you know
0: I, I absolutely love talking to women in fitness who've got great ideas and great strategies for us so uh Believe me, I'll be, I'll be grabbing ideas from you and uh, awesome. i just so, so glad to talk to you and I'll be looking forward to talking to you again in September and we'll, awesome. start, you know, we'll really you. kind of focus on getting ready for, you know, really getting that, that energy and, and that, that physique that we want, you know, to go into the holidays with. So
1: That so sounds when, so great. I'm looking forward to that too, Catherine.
0: So rock on, Don Sylvester, and uh, take good care. And, and we'll we'll talk to you in September. And sugar freedom fans, uh, you'll be hearing uh, more about Don in uh, the coming days uh, if you're on my email list. And I hope you are. Email me, Catherine at sugarfreedom.com. And uh, what a great day this is. And make it a wonderful day. And thanks again to Don. And thanks for joining us here on the Sugar Freedom Show. Bye bye. Thank everybody. you, Catherine. You're so welcome, Don. Take care.
1: Okay, bye-bye.